Mexican officials had never been overly polite to Harry's kind of archaeologist. So on his latest expedition into the mountain wilderness of southern Mexico, Harry Rex Brown simply changed his title. It was only a small fib, surely almost no deception at all in the eyes of God Almighty, for Harry to bill himself as an anthropologist in the field. Anthropologists only take notes. Archaeologists dig and take samples. Harry knew very well that samples imply relics, and a conviction for the illegal export of Mexico's ancient Maya relics is among the surest ways for a scholar to become an expert on the kinks of homosexual predators in some Mexican prison. So Harry applied to no one, certainly not to Mexico's director of antiquities, for any sanction, because it made things simpler, and Harry liked to do things the simple way. Which was not to say that Harry was a simple man. A Mormon, with a graduate degree from BYU, good Spanish, and a decent command of Maya, still the first tongue of many Indios in southern Mexico, Harry knew how to charm a village godfather. He could hire all the help he needed without the falderall of government documents. That is why it took Harry almost three months to get himself found, shot at, and chased all the way to Guatemala. The chase moved slowly, both parties being afoot. No human could move very fast beyond the trails of the high rainforests of Chiapas, where a vine could grow six inches thick with thorns the length of a man's hand, and still fail to strangle the tree it climbed. Harry's porters avoided casualties, because they were in better shape than their pursuers for climbing limestone ravines in a moist green hell. Harry's guide, Yaxpak, thought perhaps the airplane that buzzed his little group was an arm of the Mexican Air Force. Then it should have the triangle insignia, Harry replied, catching a good glimpse of what looked like an old Lockheed jet trainer as it swept away toward the sun. It has none at all, Senor Harry, murmured Yaxpak, pointing with his chin in the old way. The Maya ways made a lot of sense when a man needed both hands to grip a limestone outcrop that looked like a head of gray broccoli and crumbled rather more easily. Harry nodded and kept on climbing, his sweat-soaked old snap-brim hat askew. Although this was not the first time Harry had seen muzzle flashes winking in his direction, Mexican troops were rarely this tenacious. Harry had learned early in life to take setbacks cheerfully in his pursuit of the Lord's work but now his cheer became strained by suspicion. Only a genius of jungle travel, or a certified damned fool, will plunge through such a maze after dark. Harry said as much to Yaxpok after they made camp, noting that the smudge of their pursuers' campfires was almost a mile behind them. After several expeditions with you, he added, I think you may be the genius I need now. Yaxpok, Taciturn, as always, inclined his head. "'What is your wish?' he asked softly. "'Could we get near enough to these federales to learn why they seem so determined? Near enough to hear them, I mean.' Though he often paused to give a question time for consideration, Yaxpak answered this one instantly. "'We could not, Senor Harry, of a certainty. But alone, I think I could.' Harry thought that over. Yaxpok was of average height for a Maya, a full head shorter than Harry's six-foot-two, and his coppery skin blended better into the shadows of the bosque, 
the high Chiapas rainforest. Better still, Yaxpak's squarish little feet made no more noise than the shadows did. Best of all, he seemed willing, though it meant at least an hour each way in darkness that soon would be relieved only by patches of moonlight. Harry and the porters, none of them bloody-minded men, fingered their machetes and spoke little until Yaxpak returned at moonset, and the little fellow scared them witless as he padded into camp bearing a strange tale.